Hello everyone and welcome to the Good Food Good Mood show where we will chat all things food, wellness, entrepreneurship, running and more. I'm so excited that you're here. My name is Julia and I'm your host. I run the food and lifestyle blog Julia's Plate over on Instagram and I'm so passionate about making healthy food taste good, about mental health and about finding joy in life. On this podcast you'll be introduced to some absolutely amazing guests that I know you'll just love. So wherever you're listening from, whether you're working, relaxing, running, walking, or driving, I hope you love these episodes and let's get started. Okay, so welcome back to the Good Food, Good Mood show, everyone. Today, I am joined by Lexi Palmer of The Healthy Avo. And I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her and for this episode. So Lexi, I'd love if you could introduce yourself to everybody and just tell them kind of who you are, what you do, where you're from, everything like that. Yeah, thanks for having me. First off, my name's Lexi. I run the social media account, Val Thiavo. It's my Instagram. It's my everything. I started it about two years ago, just as an outlet to post pictures of what I was making, and it's kind of evolved into what it is now. I grew up in Rockford, Illinois, very, very Midwest town, and then right now I currently live in Madison, Wisconsin. Doing that, I do this part-time, and then I'm also a part-time hairstylist. Cool. That's so funny, because I actually grew up in Wheaton, Illinois, so... Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I went to a very small private high school, and majority of the kids went to Wheaton College after oh, high school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I grew up, like, just down the road from there. So. That's so funny. Yeah. So how did you end up going to Wisconsin? So my sister went to college here, and I wanted to move to a bigger city after high school, mm-hmm. but I wanted to go to cosmetology school. So Madison was, like, the closest bigger city for me, and they have an Aveda Institute, like, right on campus that I went to. Okay. Yep. So once I graduated, I just decided to stay up here. Beautiful city. So that was actually something I wanted to ask you. Your Instagram is kind of like this really cool combination of like food, kind of fashion, just all these things. And it's like, it's almost like when you go to your page, it's just like you, like there's Mm -hmm. different kind of aspects and like pieces of your life. So Mm -hmm. how do you kind of piece all of those together so well and do you have like a favorite aspect to post about so it's definitely evolved at first it was just food I didn't show my face I didn't want anybody to know the account was ran by me I've always had a very big passion for fashion and just like the wellness lifestyle so it's definitely came with time I think it got to a point where I was just running out of constantly posting food that I wanted to show a little bit more And my passions kind of changed. So I thought a few people liked what I was wearing. So why not share more and more about it? So I think it's fun to get to know the people behind what the food they post. So that was also a big part of it where I wanted my account to be a little bit more personable. Yeah, I love when people share more than food because it's just, it's so fun to kind of get to know people. And I think that's, like the best way to connect with people too is like sharing more of your life and yeah and I think that's what makes your page like really approachable and welcoming because there's so many things about you so you said you started it like about two years ago Mm -hmm. 
So how has your kind of journey been with growing it? Because it's grown a lot in the last mm-hmm. couple of years then. So what does that kind of look like? So it definitely grew way faster than I ever thought and way bigger than I ever intended. It was really just supposed to be a place that I posted pictures of food that I ate just for me and like my mom. It wasn't supposed to be for anybody. I would say it kind of took off a bit from the beginning. I think because it was very different than any other account. And at the time it was very niche. There weren't that many plant-based food bloggers. Mm-hmm. So that really helped. And then also it's very eye-catching, which was always my goal was to make it a very pretty aesthetic. That's like what I live for is to try and make food look as pretty as possible. So that really helped. I think showing, like we said, a little bit of my daily life, what I was eating. People love to know what other people eat. Obviously, the what I eat in the days are so popular right now. Like people love it. Don't fully understand why, but (laughs) they really enjoy it. And they also really like following vegan food. Not sure why either. Quarantine was also a huge help with growing my account. I think because everybody was just at home. They were bored and they were online and that really, really blew it up too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Have you explored like TikTok at all or are you sticking with Instagram? I dabble with TikTok. Video editing is not my forte and it kind of just stresses me out. I really try. We're getting better with it, but it's definitely (laughs) Instagram and photos is definitely my first love. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's it's funny because some people have like gone to TikTok and just like blown up. But I like I've tried a little bit, but I just love Instagram. I think it's like I know it's just the perfect mix of like a little bit of video, but it's mostly photos and yeah, I agree. So, what does your kind of process look like for planning content or? Do you kind of go day by day or do you have like a calendar? I definitely used to go day by day, kind of whatever I was eating. That's what I posted. It's became a little bit more planned out than that, especially since this is starting to be a little bit more of my job mm-hmm. and I have another part-time job. So what it looks like is I will typically plan out about a week or two weeks in advance, more so just ideas that I think I want to do, recipe ideas. If I'm eating something, I will obviously take a picture of it. I have this issue where I can't make food not look photo worthy. So it always ends up taking like way longer than it needs to eat. But I'll plan out usually about a week or two in advance. Just, and I will also, I use the app, one of the feed planning apps. I'm not sure exactly which one it is. But of like what style I'm thinking I want to do if I want it to be like a very cute and cozy in bed or if it's just like in a table if I'm out. So it definitely became a little more planned than it ever used to be. So how do you or do you have any advice for kind of balancing because you've kind of got like these two roles and I'm sure Mm -hmm. it's pretty busy. So do you have any advice for kind of balancing those two? Absolutely. Being as planned as possible has saved me. I have so many different organization notebooks and just plan out each of my days. So I think it was on the Skin Confidential podcast. They had said about how to time block like each day. So I have one day that's just for like my content and then other other days I can focus on like work and stuff. And so for me, like I always had Tuesdays off. So Tuesdays were my day to grocery shop, shoot recipes, take pictures and do all of that stuff. So then that way I'm not doing it each day and I can kind of batch it out throughout the week. 
so it's not mm-hmm. becoming too much and too mixed. So this was actually a listener question, but it fits kind of perfectly right here. So I thought I would just ask you right now. Someone was wondering what kind of the process looks like with brand partnerships. Yeah, so basically, I haven't started to reach out to brands at all. Any brand deal I take, it's because they came to me. It definitely started more of like gifting or so I would get product for free and then I would just share about it. I think if you're starting to grow, that's kind of what you need to do to get brands' attentions. If you have, say, 5,000 followers, you can't necessarily expect them to pay you a bunch of money if they don't know what you post necessarily. So I did a bunch of free stuff at the beginning and now it's kind of transitioned more of like this is what I can offer you this is what I have to show and that way I can kind of start to charge more of how much it's going to cost of my time if that makes sense so the next question I was going to ask you was actually about how you became vegan or how you started kind of cooking vegan recipes and what kind of sparked your interest or journey towards being vegan Yeah, so I was vegan for about six months. I would say I'm not vegan anymore. Basically, around two years ago, right when I started my account, I wasn't feeling good. I just got back from the doctor that I was allergic to dairy and eggs. I've never really been a big fan of meat. It was always just like kind of in dishes and I would eat around it. So I had a bunch of stomach issues. My stomach was always kind of hurting. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut out dairy. I'm going to cut out eggs. And we'll kind of go from there. For a while, I was eating meat mostly and like no dairy. And I was like, this just is not for me. So then I saw a bunch of girls were posting about food combining, a bunch of people that I had followed. And I was like, you know what? Let's give this a try. I downloaded that meal plan that everybody had. And I did that for maybe like two months, probably. And in that time, I liked the way I was eating. I didn't like how restrictive it was. But kind of from that doing the food combining led me more into like a plant-based vegan lifestyle and so in fruit where I wanted obviously mixing all of what you're not supposed to mix I guess but from that kind of created my lifestyle of being more vegan plant-based and it I was vegan all the way up until about quarantine and I had to quarantine with my parents who eat meat all the time and a lot of fish so I started eating salmon again so that's why I would say I'm not a vegan anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's always interesting to kind of hear how people, like, what the journey has looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's cool that with a lot of people that I've talked to, it seems like it it's not really something, like, you have to be vegan, like, for mm-hmm. your life. It's, like, something that you can kind of move in and out of or kind of move yeah. for a while. And I think that's really cool. One of my good friends, I guess pretty recently, just went vegan and it's been a cool process kind of watching them go through that and there's still like so much that you can make and I think oh yeah yeah because I'm kind of I've kind of I've never really like loved eating meat but I've yeah I've always done it but yeah it's fun to make vegan recipes and yeah sometimes I think people always think you need a meat source in a lot of these meals Mm-hmm. And what I realized is you can just leave the meat out, add more veggies. It's really not that complicated. And if you're not a big meat lover, honestly, some of the meals are way better, I think, without any meat in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are some of your favorite kind of like plant-based proteins or do you have any favorite recipes? Yeah. 
So I love protein powders. I use the brand Newcest all the time. I feel like it's a really gentle one on my stomach. So I always try to add a protein source at breakfast. Just so like for my body, I need a decent amount of protein. I've tried eating high carb, low fats. I've tried everything. Protein for me is just what my body person needs. So I try to have a protein source at every meal. So breakfast, I usually use like a protein powder. Sometimes I'll do a tofu scramble. But usually it's like a smoothie, oatmeal, chia pudding with protein in it. Lunches, I love tofu, tempeh, chickpeas. I like lentils. Mm-hmm. I'm just a big like bean gal. All that stuff's my favorite. I love the chickpea pasta. It's super good. I think like one serving is like 22 grams of protein or something. Yes. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, I actually just made that last night. So this is actually another listener question, but are there any like plant-based or vegan restaurants that you found that are like totally plant-based that you like? Not in Wisconsin. Okay. Very um, meat, dairy land. (laughs) True. Uh, (laughs) There's a few like fully vegan restaurants, but typically I go out to eat with non-vegans. So I've actually never really been to them, but some of the more trendier places always have vegan options here, or you can always just make them. It's pretty easy to take meat off of things or dairy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite restaurants in Wisconsin? So in Madison, where I'm at, I would say my, I love brunch. So brunch restaurants, there's Everly, which is really good. They have anything from brunch dinner. They have really good avocado toast and curries are good. Or coffee, I love Ancora coffee and Grace coffee is great. Bloom is a really good bake shop. They have vegan and gluten-free donuts, muffins, like a whole gluten vegan menu, which is really awesome. I recommend stopping there. Um, I would say those are probably my top few picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. In the Madison area, that's where I would go. Yeah. <laughs> I love when they have like a full gluten-free section. It's just like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you are gluten-free too? So I'm gluten-free at home okay. and yeah. majority of the time. If I eat out, I'm not gluten-free mm-hmm. by like celiac. My sister's actually celiac, so okay. I know how to be gluten-free pretty easily. But if I eat out, I don't really stress about it too much. Mm-hmm. Cool. So another thing that I was wondering, kind of like going way back, how did you kind of first get into cooking? Was it kind of when you started going more plant-based or has it been something that you've kind of always loved to do? Yeah, I love to cook. I would always create my own little dinners. I'm more so, I don't like to follow recipes. So I would just create up concoctions, random recipes. It's only really grown since going more plant-based, but yeah, cooking's always been a very big passion of mine. Not really baking. Baking's not necessarily my favorite. I love cooking though. When you're making like different concoctions and cooking do you is that kind of the way that you make recipes do you usually just kind of like share on the whim sort of like different combinations every time or do you like to make your creations into a recipe oh good question I would say majority of the recipes I post more so like dinner or breakfast 
on the spot to whatever I kind of have in my pantry that I'll kind of post. Typically, I post breakfast recipes just because it's daylight and they're kind of easier to post. Yeah. Dinner, it's very much like whatever I have in my fridge, I will throw it into whatever meal I'm eating. <laughs> so. Cool. How did you decide on the name for your blog? And was it, has it changed at all since you started? Mm-hmm. So I wanted a name that wasn't mine because like I said before, it, this, no one was supposed to know about it. it. I didn't want my name attached to it whatsoever. At the time, avocado toast was just becoming really, really big and I would eat it okay. every single day. Loved avocados. And so I came up with the name. I was like, oh, I'll be the healthy avocado. Mm-hmm. I told my sister, I was like, isn't that great? And she was like, hmm. She was, what about the healthy avo? I was like, oh. oh. Yeah, that has a that has a better ring to it. So <laughs> it was born in, I, I mean, chose well. I love it still. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's such a cute name. It's like perfect for, for what you do. So you mentioned like not really telling people about it at first. How did, did that just kind of happen naturally? Like as it grew, people found out or did you eventually decide to tell people about it? So I originally had majority of people I knew blocked from the account. Besides no, my, yeah, oh, I, wow. I went through and blocked everybody I knew besides my mom, my dad, my sister, and like, I think maybe two friends, oh. but I didn't tell them about it. And so one of my friends just found it one day and followed it. And I was like, oh no, um, super supportive. And then my mom would tell all of her friends, anybody she met, she would tell. And I was like, stop telling people. No one's supposed to know about it. <laughs> and so finally, I think is like right around, I hit 10,000 and my sister was like, you need to post about it. Like people need to know about it. And I was like, no, still don't want anybody to know. And so once I did hit that 10,000, she was like posting about it and then everybody just found out. And I was like, well, I am proud of it. So I guess we'll share it with the world. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, it's definitely something to be super proud of and how, how much you've built it. And yeah, I think oh, thank you. it's funny because a lot of people that I've talked to on Instagram kind of had the same thing like they didn't want to tell anybody at first Mm -hmm. and then eventually just kind of like people found out but yeah that's cool so are you really close with your sister then Mm -hmm. yep we lived together for about three years oh cool and now she's back home in Rockford and I still live up here okay awesome so one of the last questions that I was wondering What advice do you have for someone who's either living alone and just cooking for one person or kind of like how to keep variety when you're cooking for one person? Oh, yeah. So I would say I'm a very big meal prepper. I love to have a plan for the week. So typically on Sundays or Mondays, I'll sit down, plan out kind of my week of am I going out to eat? What am I going to be doing? Because I hate wasting food. It's my least favorite thing. And so I'll kind of just plan out my schedule and I have my schedule down pretty much like to a T each week of what I know I'll be doing. And so I'll pick like one or two dinners I'll be making. That's usually like two to three servings. And then I'll pick a lunch that I can have kind of throughout the week. Typically I like salads for lunches. You can really just use them all up. And then dinners, pasta is really easy. Pasta is easy. Pasta, I like tacos. And then each week I kind of just try and choose different vegetables to add in. So like Last week I did arugula, 
for salads this week I'm going to do like a mixed greens maybe the next week I'll do spinach so each week I'm not eating the same thing over and over again I like variety and I also am not the type where I can make one thing and eat it for seven days in a row so I like to have a couple different options for the week but then I only buy like one bag of spinach or one bag I'm not over buying at all right that's great advice yeah I think it's it's so easy to kind of get in like a rut of like making the same mm-hmm. thing every week or like making a bunch yep. of things and yep. yeah that's a really good idea to like even just switching up like what kind of greens you're using can yep. be like a totally different meal yeah oh yeah you can kind of eat seasonally too so that also helps oh that's true yeah so the last thing I wanted to ask you where do you see the healthy avo going in the next couple of years what are kind of your dreams for it or kind of long-term goals? Yeah, so I definitely would love for this to be my full-time job, my full-time income. That's definitely number one goal. I have always been a big, like I love crafts. I love making things. So I definitely see a store in my future. Either selling different items, anything like that. That's definitely where I'm headed and what I want to do. I think ebooks would be fun, making a bunch of different, even a cookbook would be awesome. Um, really just trying to expand and take this kind of to the next level. That's awesome. I'm sure you will definitely achieve all of those. It's, it's been so cool to just watch you grow over, I think I've been following you for about a year or so. And even just in that time, it's been mm-hmm. cool to see like how much you've grown and I'm so glad that we got to talk today and actually meet for the first time. I know. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me. So fun. (laughs) 